Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast. It is Tuesday, the 27th of October. It's just gone past quarter past ten. And I'd like to start by saying a big hello to Phil, Mike, Ben, Dan Caleb, Sean, and Carolina. These are all people who have listened to the podcast at some point and said hi to me at some point regarding the podcast. So thank you all very much for listening. Whether you're still listening or not, I don't know. But thank you for having listened at some point. And thank you to anyone else who is listening. Do feel free to say hello to me. Perhaps the easiest way to do so is on Twitter. I am at Saddest Night Out. So thank you to all those who are listening. Thank you to those who have said hello. And sorry for not replying. Because I'm still working on that. Especially now that I'm talking to more people online. The plan that I've been talking about over the past few episodes, I'm finally starting to put it in fruition. I mainly started on Reddit, just started talking to a few people. Well, I made a post, a few people replied to it, and then I replied to them, and now they've replied back. But at the moment, I tend to respond to people once a day. And I think if I really want to get conversation going, I've got to get better at responding quicker. But the thing is, when I respond to someone, I, you have to respond in a particular way. You want to keep the conversation going. You don't want to just reply with a call or an emoji or something. You want to ask a thoughtful question and go down a certain rabbit hole that really highlights just how much you share this interest. And the more I think about that, I think I've gotten a little too comfortable with seeing someone reply to me and thinking, okay, I need to reply to that. And then just hitting pause and forgetting to press play again. So I'm working on it. But thank you again for listening. Thank you to those who said hello. Uh, Let's do a little bit of whatever music news has kind of happened today to help to date the episode. Uh, Not really music news, just what I've been up to. I have listened to Man on the Moon number one and number two by Kid Cudi. Because I mentioned last episode that he announced Man on the Moon number three is coming. These are albums by the American rapper Kid Cudi. And I quite enjoyed Man on the Moon 1 and 2. I was a bit distracted while I listened to them because I listened to them while I was working. So the volume was a bit low. But I I caught the vibe. I will be keen to listen again and really dive deep into it. I also listened to a band called Nightly, who sound a lot like the 1975. And if that's your bag, you will enjoy the whole album. If not, because they're very much, if you like one song, you'll like all the songs because they know what line they're treading and they tread it well. And I quite enjoyed it. And yesterday I listened to a London rapper called SL. I heard a song of his called, I think it's called Excuse Me Darling, on again, BBC Radio. And it's really intriguing. It's a very, it's got a catchy hook, but he raps the hook and he sounds really young. He sounds like a kid in school, but what he talks about are very harsh realities. So it sounds like there's that weird dissonance between the way the voice sounds and what the voice is talking about. But he does it in such an intelligent and just catchy, thrilling way that you can't help but listen quite a few times. So I enjoyed SL's album. And I also listened to an EP by Connie Constance, who was another artist that I have heard quite a bit on BBC Radio. And if I squint my ears, she sounds a lot like Nilifer Yanya. And you can search for all of these artists on Spotify. If I remember, I'll put links to them in the show notes. If I don't remember, 
rewind, listen back to how I say their names and search for it. SL is literally the, le- the letter S, the letter L. Connie Constance is spelt how it sounds with an I-E for Connie. And Kid Cudi is Kid Cudi. As for the topic of today's episode, which came to me uh, because Ben said hello on in the Twitter DMs. And this story is largely thanks to Ben. It's the story of seeing Phoenix at Alexandra Palace in 2017. I saw them with Ben because he had an extra ticket. And Ben, I haven't forgotten that I owe you for that ticket and I will pay you back once we can go to shows again. Here's hoping it's not too far away. But Ben said hi to me. I said hi back. And I brought up, can you believe Phoenix was in 2017? Because that feels a lot further away than how I kind of recall it. So... We saw Phoenix at Alexandra Palace. They were touring their most recent album at time of recording called Tiamo. And it was the type of show where we got there early and queued up until the doors opened because we wanted to get a good spot, which is always really exciting to do because you're queuing up. I think we were at the very front of the queue queuing up and then some people start to queue up behind you and then you start making a bit of small talk because, of course, you've got a common interest, the band you're about to see, and the excitement just continues to build. What I particularly remember is that once the doors opened, it was a dash to go from the entrance to where the stage is to mark your territory and pick your spot. And I remember it being a bit of a three, two, one, go. And Ben got stopped. I think he was putting a bag away or getting his pocket searched or something. So it was up to me. So I, <laughs> I'd i like to think this was me being a good friend and us just understanding what needed to be done. But I left him behind without a second thought. We were both going, he was no longer next to me, and it was, see you later, Ben. <laughs> you know where to find me. So it was a dash. Me against the the fans who were queuing up behind us. There was a bit of a, we walked through a hallway. You could either go left or right. I went left, they went right. And then it turns out at the end of that hallway were these doors, which led to where the music was. And as you walked through those doors, the stage was on the left. So me picking the left path, I was slightly ahead of the other fans. So I got to the front of the stage first and I marked my spot right in front of the drum kit, front and centre. And then Ben joined me, which was always the plan. I didn't ditch Ben. We knew that if one of us got stopped, the other should try and find the good spot. And then the one that got left behind would find me and we would reunite in the great spot. And that's exactly what happened. It all went to plan. I can't even really remember who the support act was. Yes, I can. Parcels. Cause I had up tied up right now. And they were really good. But as well as that band being good, the real excitement before Phoenix started was that on this tour, their light show was under their feet. And behind them on the stage was a giant mirror. So the light show that you saw behind the band was a reflection of the light show that was happening under their feet. So once the show got going, it looked amazing. Before the show got going, we in the front row could see ourselves in the mirror. So as well as making small talk all the people stood around us, I had the bright idea that we should try and make a Mexican wave because we can see ourselves. Let's see how far we can get it. And as I am wont to do, I got maybe a tad, just a tad enthusiastic about this quest. I believe at one point I was semi-climbing on the barriers and saying... Make me proud. (laughs) Make yourselves proud. Make Phoenix proud. Let's do this. Come on, people. Three, two, one. And we've got some pretty good Mexican waves going. So much so that I swear when Phoenix came out, I think it was Bronco, 
pointed at me, which made me think they saw what I was doing from backstage and were very entertained by it. So the show was off to a good start before the show had even started. As well as the show happening and being great, they filmed the show with VR cameras. And I think they were filming it for Hulu, who are an online streaming platform. So, And I think there's a trailer for it on YouTube, which I will try and find a link for and put in the show notes. Because in that trailer, you can see me and Ben front and centre and thus see that we were having the time of our lives at the front row. I have got the set list in front of me. It started with J-Boy, which I think is the first song on the album as well. So it starts with high energy. You see the light show under their feet and reflected. Everything's amazing. The energy is all there. Phoenix, if you've never heard of them, they are a French band that have been going since the late 90s, early 2000s. In fact, I think they deserve their own episode at some point that really dives into their history. But I first got into them around the album Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix, particularly the songs Listomania and 1901. I think it was my sister who is ever the arbiter of cool. Does that sentence make sense? Sure, it's my podcast. It does make sense now. She introduced me to them. It was a fantastic show. J-Boy, followed by Lasso, Entertainment, Listomania, Trying to Be Cool, Slash Dracar Noir, Love Life, Tutti Frutti, Consolation Prizes, Girlfriend, Sunscrubbed, Long Distance Call. It's never been like that. It's never been like that. No, fuck on, but your long distance call. And your capital letters leave me asking for more. Oh, man. It was such a good show. And Tiamo, Armistice, when the lights are coming out. No, I don't want to get a copyright strike because of how amazing my singing is. Then If I Ever Feel Better slash Funky Square Dance, which is always a good time. And then they finished the main set with Rome. And it was an awesome show. I was doing some crazy dancing at the front. And I, get, I made it a bit of a mission to try and make the band members laugh. Typically when I'm at the front of a smaller show, I tend to avoid eye contact because it just feels awkward. We're really close to each other and I don't want to just be staring at you and weird you out. So I'll look at shoes, I'll look at the drum kit, I'll kind of just look in the periphery rather than staring at a particular person when I'm on the front row and just enjoy the whole thing. At a bigger show, I don't mind staring at people and I definitely was making eye contact, particularly with Deck, who is the bassist and one of the keyboard players. And... At one point I said, Deck, that jacket looks amazing on you. And he gave me a thumbs up because he couldn't help but hear me. My voice can be kind of loud in that type of environment. And yeah, I just really enjoyed making them chuckle. And when they came back to do the encore, they started with Goodbye Solier. And for that song, Tamar, the singer, gets stands at the front of the barrier. And me being front and centre, he stood right in front of me and had one of their roadies help hold him up. So I was essentially between his legs while he sings. And I think it's Laurent. I might be wrong. But one of the guitarists plays solo while Thomas sings. And Thomas started singing and took a break. And I said, not too quietly, oh, marry me, Thomas. And everyone around me laughed. I was hilarious on this night. It might not seem so much now that I'm recalling it, but I'm pretty sure at the time it was funny. Ben... If I'm wrong, you can let me know. Just let me know. Don't let anyone else know. Let everyone else think I was a riot. But you can tell me if I was just embarrassing. And then he performed the song, and then it was Telefono, Fiordalate, where you do that. You wave your arms left to right, and oh. oh. <laughs> the whole show was just such a good time. Then it was 1901, one of the more popular songs, and then they finished with an encore of Tiamo. And for that, Tomar the singer crowd surfs into the middle of the crowd and sings a bit, and then crowds us back to the stage. 
And at that point, I had the genius idea to write my phone number on my ticket and try to slip it into Tomar's trouser pocket. I don't know what I was hoping for. I didn't think long game about this, but it didn't really matter because I'm pretty sure at a certain point the ticket fell back out of his pocket. So who knows what could have been if the phone number had stayed in there. Maybe we'd be bestest friends by now. But it was an absolutely amazing show. Let me see if I remembered everything that I intended to remember. Cue at the doors, rush when opened, great spot, Mexican wave, made them laugh, Tomar stood over me for goodbye, so yeah, tried to slip my phone number in the pocket, but it fell out. I did get a set list, though, because that is the pride and joy of any show. If you're not getting merch or anything, the next best thing, as well as maybe ripping a poster off the wall and taking that, is to get a set list. And there was one roadie in particular who had an awesome denim jacket version of the Phoenix jacket. If you watch the video for their most recent song, which I'll put in the show notes, You'll see the kind of jacket I'm talking about, but he his was denim, and I think his was one of a kind. I did try and talk him into letting me have it. He wasn't having it. But he did throw me a set list, and it landed perfectly in my hand. So I got a set list. I took some pictures with some other people in the crowd after the show finished, and I particularly remember taking a picture with one fan, or one fan taking a picture with me and the set list. Not just me, like I'm a celebrity, but the set list. But for some reason, I closed my eyes for the photo, and <laughs> I think I closed them for a bit too long because when I opened my eyes, the people I was taking a photo with were nowhere to be seen. So I was just stood there by myself holding the set list and wondering how long have I just been standing here in the middle of the room with my eyes closed and no one next to me. So that was that. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm pretty sure there's a VR video of this show on Hulu and there's a trailer for it on YouTube and I'll try and put that in the show notes. If I had Hulu, I would definitely rewatch it. I don't know how to get Hulu in the UK. I don't know if you can. It's a, I think it's a bit like HBO Go, where it's a US thing. I don't know if there's an, a British equivalent, but to be continued. And then Ben and I saw Phoenix again in 2018 at All Points East. And again, we were front and centre. And again, I caught eye contact with each of the band members. Some of my dance moves, if you want to try this yourself in the year 2029 when we get to go to live shows again, I acted as if Phoenix were an orchestra that I was conducting. At least that's the only dance move I can really remember. I wasn't drunk or anything like that at these shows. They just have such a positive, fun, bouncy energy to their music that you can't help but get hyped. And that's exactly what happened. So... Yeah, that was the time I saw Phoenix at Alexandria Palace, and the exact date was the 23rd of September. Well, the exact date was the 30th of September in 2017. Ben, thank you again for letting me join you. If I remember correctly, he had to leave a little bit early because he had a long journey home. But oh, Ben, I can't wait until we can see another show again together because, yeah, that was a, a really good time. And. It's as if I just forgot for a moment, even though I've mentioned it already, I forgot that it might be a while before we see live shows again. It's like getting kicked in the gut all over again, but it will happen. It will happen. And not only will we get to see live shows again, I will get to play live shows again. And oh boy, that's one thing that had me really feeling frantic and frenzied yesterday. And I felt it again today. Just an actual excitement. Just wait. Just wait until I actually get my acting gear literally and start putting music online and get to the point where i can play shows it's over for everyone else because oh my goodness 
But all in good time. It will happen when it's meant to happen. I've waited over 10 years to do anything with my music. I can wait a few months more. Thank you all very much for listening. Today's song, in honour of the topic, which was my time seeing Phoenix with Ben at Alexandra Palace, I'm going to put a link to their latest song, which is called Identical. It's for the soundtrack for a film by Sofia Coppola, which I believe is called On The Rocks. It stars Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. It's on Apple TV. I don't have Apple TV, but I'd seriously consider getting Apple TV, if only because of how good this song is. And I quite enjoy, pardon me, I quite enjoy Sofia Coppola's movies as well. And who doesn't love Bill Murray? So yeah, Identical by Phoenix will be today's song. And thank you again to everyone who is listening and has said hello. I would love to hear from more people, particularly people who don't know me personally. Also people who are from other places around the world. I'm pretty sure Israel is less than 1% of my listenership. I think Canada and America and the UK make the top three. I can't chuck that now because I'm recording on my phone, but I will on a future episode. But thank you all very much for listening. And if you have sent me a message, I will reply. I, I, I'm getting there. I promise. One day at a time, I'll remember how my phone works and I'll get back in touch with everyone and I'll just get better at replying to people. I just had a eureka moment earlier today for an idea for this podcast and how to really make it a lot more inclusive. And also, I just saw an email I got from Spotify, from Spotify for podcasters about how you can include songs from Spotify in your podcast with a much greater ease. So you can make it feel like a radio show or you could do maybe a documentary about a particular artist and include songs from them, etc. And I definitely intend to lean that way. So if you're not listening on Spotify, it might be worth doing so because of what I intend to do in the near future. Otherwise, I will still put links to the songs on YouTube so that everyone can access them but that's all for me i won't make another 20 minute episode if you want to find me online just search for the word saddest night out but particularly on reddit and twitter and i will catch you all tomorrow thank you and take care hopefully it didn't sound so hoarse this time around i think a better night's sleep was had last night so i think my voice sounds a little bit better i don't know let me know oh and again there's always a link in the episodes where you can record a voice note and send it to me and i can include it in an episode no one's done it yet you could be the first. Tomorrow could be your day. No pressure and call either way. Catch you tomorrow. Take care.